Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story was recorded in May of 2008, and it's about a man named Bill who has very strong arms. Bill uses a wheelchair, but that's not going to stop him from going on a bit of an adventure in this story. I hope you enjoy it. was a man named Bill, who was born with no legs. Mm. And so, in order to get from place to place, he sat in a wheelchair, and he pushed it with his arms. He had been pushing the wheelchair for so long that his arms were tremendously big and strong, and he could beat just about anyone in an arm wrestling match, because he spent so much time pushing himself from place to place in the wheelchair. Now, the other way that Bill got from place to place was that he liked to swim, and it was a little tricky at first for him to learn how to swim because he didn't have any legs to sort of balance him in the water. But pretty soon he got the trick of it, and he became quite a good swimmer. He enjoyed being in the water. He had no arms or legs, he would just sink. That's true. If he had no arms or legs, he would just sink probably. You never know. He might float if he was on his back, but fortunately he had arms. Anyway, he liked being in the water because in the water he could be just as fast as people who had legs because of his strong, strong arms. One day, Bill Oh yeah? Was he watching. couldn't lift this 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 please go. Oh yeah? He couldn't lift a box this big. You never know. He that might. That has this this big rocks inside. That's this big. I don't know whether he could have or not. You never know. Anyway, one day he was listening to the radio, which he liked to do while he was wheeling himself from place to place. He was on the way to the grocery store and he had a little wheel, radio on his wheelchair. And the radio was talking about Japan and how in Japan there were some scientists who had been doing studies where they had been putting little tiny wires attached to the brains of monkeys and that the monkeys had been able to control robots through the wires and make them walk around. And that the next thing they wanted to do was that they were going to try to make a pair of robot legs that they wanted somebody to come volunteer to have the little wires attached to their brain and then see if they could walk around on the robot legs. And Bill thought, ah, I could do that. He thought, I could. I could have a pair of legs. Not human legs, but I could have a pair of robot legs and I could walk around and I wouldn't need my wheelchair. He thought, I'm going to go to Japan. So that very day he went and he got a ticket boat, a cruise ship that was going to cruise from San Francisco to Japan over the course of about ten days. Bill went home and got packed, and the very next day he was wheeling his wheelchair up the long plank that went from the shore to the ship. He found his cabin, and it was quite nice. It had a little window that looked out on the ocean. How did he sleep? 
No, he just pulled himself into bed. He had a bunk. Pulled his wheelchair into bed? No, he left the wheelchair next to the bed and he pulled oh. himself up into bed with his arms. His strong arms. And how did he get in there? Could he walk on his arms? Sort of. A little bit. He could drag himself from place to place with his arms if he needed to. He had very strong arms. So, the cruise was a lot of fun. They had meals. They had meals five times a day. They had breakfast. They had lunch. They had mid-afternoon snack. They had dinner. And they had late-night snack. And the sun was beautiful. And they had a pool on the deck of the cruise ship. And so, Bill went every day and swam in the pool. And about halfway through the cruise, the cruise ship stopped in Hawaii. And Bill rolled his wheelchair off the ship and down onto the island. And he got to sort of see some of Hawaii. And he got to see the volcano. He's found a, a taxi cab that drove him up to the top of the volcano. So he got to look down in one of the old extinct volcanoes. Had a wonderful time. Got back on the cruise ship. A couple more days of eating and swimming. And soon they were getting close to Japan. Well, the day before they were supposed to land at Japan, Bill was out on his wheelchair, and he was wheeling around on the wheelchair. And as he was wheeling around, he saw something that made his heart feel like it had stopped. He saw a very foolish little girl. She was three years old. But she was not as smart a three-year-old as Diana was, say, or as Becca was when she was three. She was a foolish three-year-old. And her mommy and her daddy were not keeping a close enough eye on her. And she had climbed up the railing on the side of the ship, and she was balancing on the top rail. And she leaned out too far, and she fell over the side of the ship down. And she was too small. She did not know how to swim yet. Well, no one else was going to be able to go after the little girl fast enough. So Bill grabbed a life preserver, and he yelled at the little girl's parents to tell him to stop the boat, and he wheeled his wheelchair over the side, and he grabbed onto the railing with his big, strong arms, and he flipped himself over the rail, and he fell down, 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 splash! into the water. The ocean water was very cold. And he splashed into the water and he saw where the little girl was already sinking. She was underneath the water and he dove with his arms and he wrapped one of his arms around her and he pulled up to the surface with his other arm and then he put the life preserver around her so that she would not sink and he was held on to the life preserver with her and he saw the big ship coming to a halt but it took them several minutes before they turned and came back and they lowered a boat and the men in the boat helped Bill in and helped the little girl in and after he had gotten back on the ship and dried off there was a knock at his cabin door and it was one of the officers of the ship who said that the captain would like to invite you to eat at his table tonight because you are a hero for saving that little girl. And so Bill got to eat at the cat table with the captain and the other officers of the ship, 
and he got to ask them questions about how the ship worked, and they asked him questions about saving the little girl and about how he had lost his legs because they thought maybe he'd lost them in an accident, and about why he was going to Japan, and he told them the whole story. And the captain said, so you're going to get Japan to get legs, huh? And Bill said, yes, I think I am. The captain said, well, you didn't need legs to be a hero lifted his cup and they had a toast to Bill. Toast. A toast. A toast is what it's called when you hold your glass up and you say something nice about somebody and everybody drinks. That's called a toast. You're toasting that person. They did it at the wedding that we were at. Anyway, the next day they arrived in Japan and Bill went and the scientists told him that they did not were not at the point where they wanted to put wires in a person's brain yet, but that they had this special cap that he could wear. And so he wore the cap, and he got to practice learning to think to make the legs move. And there were these big metal robot legs, and they just walked around the room all by themselves. And the scientists said that maybe someday they would be able to make legs that Bill could be on top of so that he could walk around. But for now, what they did, because they wanted to thank Bill for being part of their experiment, so they gave him a cap, like the one they had, and they showed him how to use it to control things. So when he went home, he could use it to control his wheelchair, so that if he wanted, he could still run it with his arms if he wanted to, but if he put it in control mode, it moved slowly, and he could make the wheelchair move just by thinking forward, backwards, right, left. And that way he had his hands free, so that if, say, he was cooking, he could have the wheelchair move around, and he'd be able to reach things without having to, you know, reach down and move the wheels, and then reach back up to stir, and then reach down and move the wheels, and then, you know, get the milk out of the refrigerator, and then reach down and move the wheels. Instead, he could just think forward, back, left, right. And when he got home, there was a letter waiting for him, and it was a picture of the little girl with her family, and she had written him a note with a picture in crayon. And the note was a picture of him in his wheelchair. And she had written on it, my hero. And that's what he felt like. He felt like a hero. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. (laughs) 